On this episode of the Catholic Echo Podcast from the Diocese of Youngstown, we're talking about Catholic schools with Bishop David Bonner, Mary Fiala, and Dr. Jim King. Find more about this episode's topic, including articles from the Catholic Echo, at catholicecho.org slash podcast. And now, the host of the Catholic Echo Podcast, Father Jim Corda. Hello and welcome to the Catholic Echo Podcast. I'm your host, Father Jim Corda. Our show is brought to you by the annual Dossison Appeal, the Catholic Communication Campaign, and Cumulus Media Youngstown. With me again is Bishop David Bonner. Welcome to our show. Thank you, Father Corda. It's a delight to be with you. This week, around the diocese and around the country, we celebrate Catholic Schools Week, which is really kind of an annual event that we've celebrated since 1974, where the National Catholic Educational Association lifts that up and celebrates. And certainly here in the Diocese of Youngstown, we want to lift up our Catholic schools, grade schools, preschools, and also our high schools. And we are very blessed to have a university within our diocese as well that celebrates their Catholic identity. So let's talk about how important Catholic schools have been in the life of the church and in the life of many of our parishes. Well, Father Corda, I would not be here today if it were not for my experience of Catholic education. Mm -hmm. Ever since first grade, I have been engaged in Catholic education. Even after ordination to the priesthood, I was always assigned to a parish with a school. It's hard for me to fathom parish priesthood without a school. Mm -hmm. And this particular week is one that I always look forward to, especially Mm -hmm. as a pastor, just being able to walk into the school throughout the week. One thing you can always count on during this week, and it's true even in northeastern Ohio, is snow. Mm -hmm. You know, we would always have to change some things because of of a snowfall. The other thing that is always crystal clear and that just is so profound is the whole idea of celebrating our Catholic identity in our school communities and all that that means. There's so much fun, there's so much faith, but there's also a lot of unity. And I think that really is the celebratory aspect of this whole week, and that is their theme is Catholic Schools United in Faith and Community. These Catholic schools in our parishes are really a microcosm it's a community of faith. They celebrate so many different things. And during this week, they're really allowed to kind of be as creative as they can. We know that many of them invite grandparents in. Many of them have special activities where families gather. We know that the parish community in general gather to celebrate that. And then it's also an opportunity for the young people in the school to participate during the celebration of masses or events or sacraments that week. Why is it important for us to not only lift up Catholic schools, but also to celebrate Catholic education? Why is Catholic education so crucial, especially for our young people? Catholic education is so important because it brings us to the very foundation of our our faith. It's where mm-hmm. Jesus teaches, and our Catholic school teachers teach as Jesus did. And it's not just the teaching of Christian values, it's the experience of growing together in faith within a community. I always found as a pastor that, yes, there was the wide community of the parish family, but there was also embedded within that, in the parishes that had schools, a very special, close-knit 
community within the school itself, of parents, of students, of teachers, of alumni, who really cared about each other and who lived around the charism of however the school was named, but they also lived Christian values and didn't hide from that and celebrated that. Certainly in the early 50s and 60s, most of our Catholic parishes had a Catholic grade school. That was kind of a hallmark of Catholic parishes. Over the years, because of attrition, because of fewer and fewer children, fewer parents having children and even choosing to educate them in Catholic schools, we've seen a a decrease in that. But that does not lessen the need for Catholic education. And we certainly continue that within our, uh, what we would call our CCD programs, generation of faith programs, whatever there is to instill in our young people the traditions of our Catholic faith. You know, often when we teach about the truths of the faith, it's important not only to know those, but to know why we believe those. And so why is it important for us to know what we believe and why we believe it? Well, we want to find meaning in our lives, and we want to get to heaven. And these Christian values, these beliefs, are a way in which we we live our lives. And, you know, they all begin in the home, the first school. That's where we are introduced to Jesus by our parents. They are the first teachers in the ways of the faith. And they continue to sustain that with the help of Catholic educators. And it's important that we avail ourselves and that we continue to support Catholic education because it lays a great foundation for the future. And thanks be to God, while you did speak about the challenges that have faced Catholic education, there aren't as many schools as there used to be, but how blessed we are in our state of Ohio to have Ed Choice. And that really is a special jewel or gem, you might say, that is enabling us to keep our Catholic traditions alive in our Catholic schools. Let's talk about Catholic teachers. I really give them a shout out because they're really the mainstay of getting the faith into the hands and the hearts and the minds of our young people. Why is it important for us to lift up Catholic teachers, especially during this week that we celebrate Catholic Schools Week? This is not meant to be disrespectful of any teacher outside the Catholic mainstream, but it goes without saying that Catholic teachers probably make less from a financial standpoint than teachers in in the public realm. I think there's a selflessness and a sense of sacrifice Mm -hmm. that is part of the Catholic teacher experience. You know, they're not necessarily there for the money. It's more than just a profession, it's a vocation. It reminds me of the old saying, Working for the Lord doesn't pay much, but the retirement plan is out of this world. Mm -hmm. So I think they're really impressing upon us the importance of that retirement plan, not just for themselves, as they've really intentionally chosen to work in this small community. I think of the teachers at St. Joseph, the Provider School here in Youngstown, and the sacrifices that they make. But it's also a reminder to us, we have to work for the Lord. And I think it's important also during this week to lift up our administrators, our principals, their support staff of 
the many volunteers that work with our parent-teacher associations, those who come in to help with reading or math, or even those retired teachers who choose to come back once a week to help out, to give their time and their talent and also their presence to our young people. So we certainly want to thank them as we celebrate this Catholic Schools Week, United in Faith and Community. Just a final thought to those that are listening about what they can do to support Catholic education. I think it's a matter of just telling the story of how powerful and how transformational the Catholic experience can be in our Catholic schools and to support all those who who are part of the story and to pray for them. I think, you know, you mentioned principles. Until I became bishop, I thought that being a principal was the toughest job in the church. It's probably now the second toughest job to being a bishop. Honestly, what they have to deal with every day and the way they deal with it is just amazing. So I think we just need to pray and, and pray that the tradition continues, that the story continues to be told by our Catholic educators. As the, the motto used to go, where I came from, great beginnings last a lifetime. So the work that's being done now is long-lasting because we may leave the, the physical school, but we never leave what we learned or the, or the traditions therein and the spirit that was, is given to us there. So it truly is a blessing. And I just want to thank all of our Catholic educators, all those who support Catholic education, our parents, our teachers, our support staff, our principals, our alumni. I want to thank each and every one of you for all that you do to make Catholic education viable, affordable, and so special. Stay with us. We'll be back in a moment. The Catholic Echo magazine is delivered free of charge to anyone who is registered at a parish in the Diocese of Youngstown, but subscriptions are also available for non-parishioners. A subscription costs $40 per year, and you can buy one for yourself or gift a subscription to a loved one. Email catholicecho at youngstowndiocese.org for more information. Joining me is Mary Fiala, who is a superintendent of Catholic schools for the Diocese of Youngstown. Welcome to our show. Thank you. Glad to be here. You know, as we were talking prior to the taping, Catholic education really is a big ball of wax. And over the years, especially here in our diocese and probably in dioceses across the country, Catholic education has changed. How has that changed in our diocese over these last 80 years? I think the, one of the main ways it's changed is by attempting to always be dealing with the people that we serve. Their life stories change, and sometimes that affects what we do. What doesn't change is our mission to pass on the faith to our families who choose to send their kids to our schools. That is a constant. And along with that mission to pass on our faith, we also look at the other things like our academics. You know, it's important that our academics prepare kids to be able to become critical thinkers, to be able to have the knowledge and the desire to do something to contribute to society. We also are very cognizant 
of the social emotional needs of our students as well as the physical needs. Families have a lot of things going on and so they bring that into our schools and there are a lot of things that we just need to be conscious of in terms of how we serve them and how we bring that faith. The faith is the lens that helps us to make those decisions. That's the constant, but how we are continuing learning better ways to educate their children, better ways to serve them in other ways, better ways to help them to be leaders. Those things are always constantly changing. I like that phrase, helping them to be leaders, because as I reflect back on when I was in Catholic grade school and high school, we seldom did anything other than academics, you know. We didn't have service projects. That was not something we did back then. But now there's this whole kind of, I guess, added curriculum, for lack of a better word, where you teach young people how to be servants in the world and how to be leaders in communities. Why is that facet so important in Catholic education? I think it's important because that is the mission of our church and one of the ways we don't just pass on the knowledge and experience of our faith we have to pass on what does it mean to live in the world with that faith and those things are things that help develop and encourage our students to be able to move into their local communities, into the national communities, into even their families and neighborhoods to be able to live the gospel that is helpful and supportive of all of our people. You know, it's really a catchphrase, but we are responsible for helping our students learn to and prepare for the next world but especially for our world as well, because that's what comes first. You know, it's interesting, as you were talking, I was thinking back over these many years here in our diocese, probably back in the 50s and 60s, almost every Catholic parish had a Catholic school. That was just something that was part of the makeup of the parish. Those things obviously have changed over time mm -hmm. with attrition, with whatever. But why is it still the mission of Catholic parishes to educate faithful, whether it's young people, adults, infants, people coming into the faith, that whole sense of teaching and the sense of learning about the faith is so crucial. Why is that? I think it's really a gospel mandate to go and teach. Those were pretty much the last words that our Lord spoke before he ascended into heaven. And I think that reminds us that we need to be always training and working and preparing the students. It's also crucial for our church. We deal with the people who are in our church now, and we pray we'll continue to be in our church. And it's our responsibility to keep that going. And I know that in your position as superintendent, you come in contact with a lot of different people, parents, students, teachers, staff, administration. How do you kind of juggle all that personally for yourself? I think probably the most important thing to help me keep focused is that I really believe in the mission of Catholic schools and our peace in 
the whole church. You know, I don't consider what we do separate. I consider what we do integral to the mission of our whole church. And I think keeping that in mind helps. And, you know, it's also, you talk with a lot of people who may have hurts or, you know, may have a different way to express or maybe have a different point of view, but it's an opportunity to listen to people and to try to make good decisions that affect the common good of what we do. You know, one of the aspects, I think, of of Catholic education is that we educate not just Catholics, but those who choose to be part of the Catholic school system. Why is it important that we share faith even with those people who are not part of our Catholic faith? I think it's part of the evangelizing mission of the church that we work and share our ministry with people who really want to hear the word. And I think our schools have a unique place in that because we probably deal with families and children for a lot more hours than the church does. And so I think that is something that is really important. Our church has always educated rich and poor, Catholic and non-Catholic. We're not doing anything new in that sense. We just are doing it in the context of the world that we're living in today. What would you like to tell the folks that are with us who might be thinking about sending their children to Catholic schools or those grandparents that might be also thinking I'm wondering if my grandchildren should go to Catholic school because I did. Mm -hmm. What are some of those pros and cons about all that? I think the pros are that we, our individual schools work very hard to be a community of support for our families. One of the things that we hear often is that when a family walks into a Catholic school, they notice a little different atmosphere and that is often indicative of the kind of community that is being built. I also know that affordability is one of the issues that they deal with. Ohio has just recently passed a universal ed choice scholarship, and so that has added to the ways that we help families be able to afford to choose a Catholic education where If they had desired it in the past, they felt they really couldn't afford it. It is just one more tool that we have to help them to be able to afford that. Well, Mary Fiala, Superintendent of Catholic Schools here in the Diocese of Youngstown, thanks for your ministry and for your mission to continue Catholic education here and within our parishes. And we thank you for the fine work you do along with your staff. Stay with us. We'll be back in a moment. Please join Catholic Charities by helping to support the Warm Hearts for Warm Homes campaign, formerly known as Keep the Kids Warm. The Warm Heart for Warm Homes campaign helps to provide direct utility assistance to families with children, working poor adults, and older adults on fixed incomes. Last year, Catholic Charities agencies impacted thousands of people through utility assistance efforts. Unfortunately, This year, the need for heat and utility assistance continues to rise. Catholic Charities is asking for your help to make Warm Hearts for Warm Homes a success by giving to your local parish. Online at www.ccdoy.org or by calling Catholic Charities 
at 330-744-8451. With me again is Dr. Jim King, who is the Associate Superintendent of Catholic Schools for the Diocese. Welcome to our show. Thank you for having me. You know, as we look back over these many years of Catholic education, 80 years here in our diocese, many, many years throughout the country, throughout the world, that whole sense of how the church has educated and passed on the faith. How has that changed over these many years, and what are we looking forward to in Catholic education? Here in the United States, we have a system of Catholic education that, oh boy, started close to 200 years ago now. It's evolved and it's changed during that time. We had what we're Primarily, you know, at the beginnings, some very small religious order-sponsored schools that, as we got into, you know, the 20th century, grew and expanded out. And, you know, the religious order sponsorship of schools, kind of in the mid-century, kind of changed and faded and became more of a tuition, professional, educator sort of based system. And so we've seen this ebb and change, what goes on in our Catholic schools. And you know, we've seen that reflected in our own diocese. And now it is a very professional-based you know, Catholic education system, trained educators. This is their career. This is their training. And as we grow and move along, we are, especially here in the state of Ohio, now that we have the Ed Choice Scholarship, that has grown in its years here in the state of Ohio that now any family is able to receive scholarship money where it used to be if you were in a school district that had certain qualifications because of low performance or your own financial needs. Now it's any family is eligible to get that aid from the state and it's really quite a blessing in what that we've been able to receive. And so we move our academics forward But there's also concerted attention given to the fact of, well, we have Catholic schools in order to grow the Catholic faith in students. Mm -hmm. And we're really putting a lot of emphasis on making sure that we do that and we do that well and helping the schools focus their work. Let's talk about primarily leadership in Catholic schools. You know, that sense of mission and why Catholic schools are there is really driven by the leadership in the church, by people like you, through the bishops, through pastors and parishes. Why is it important for the leaders to be in tune to and to lift up Catholic education? It's well quoted in education research that very little is going to be accomplished in a school unless the leadership directs it, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And there's all sorts of organic things, but they may flow in very scattered directions. Mm -hmm. If you want to get to a particular place, you do it through very pointed and intentional leadership. Mm -hmm. And so we are taking that approach with not only the academic education, but the faith development of students. We are working in a lot of ways to help cultivate the spiritual leadership capacity of the principals. Many folks are familiar with the fact that schools that may have been founded by a religious order, Mm. that religious order had a particular charism, Mm. Mm -hmm. you know, an intentionality. We have a very broad faith. We have a thousand different religious orders in the Catholic faith, each one with its own unique emphasis Mm -hmm. of a handful of points 
of what they're drawing out of our big Catholic faith and what they want to emphasize. Well, we're in a process right now of working this year of helping the schools to either retouch with that original charism or look at the charism of their founding patron saint of the school or looking at their own community and how do they update and evolve that charism so that the leadership has ways to focus the faith development of students in building that in the community. And so we're really trying to be very intentional, not just haphazard about the growth of the faith lives of students, really Mm -hmm. trying to cultivate that in the same way that we cultivate their academic development. You know, I'm glad you mentioned that because oftentimes when we think of Catholic schools, we think of places where they're going to get a stellar education. Mm -hmm. There's going to be stern discipline. But one of the elements that really is pivotal and crucial is the element of faith. We're there to teach the faith. And how important is that for us in the church to understand that that's why we have Catholic school? Oh, completely. It's all through our Vatican and USCCB documents. Mm -hmm. The purpose of the school is to build the faith life of the schools. We do that through academics. But as Catholics, we believe that, you know, the informed intellect, Mm -hmm. that academic tradition of the Catholic faith, Mm -hmm. that that's actually how, through a strong, logical, well-formed mind, better understand God. Sometimes certain other folks like to try to tell our story for us and make it sound like, no, we want folks ignorant. Nah, we actually think that by knowing more, having a developed intellect, you can better understand God. And I would think that it's important for us as Catholics to not only say, this is what I believe, but this is why I believe what I believe and how crucial it is in any kind of conversation and any kind of healthy relationship. You know, these are my convictions and this is why I have those convictions. When we talk about different aspects of Catholic schools, we know that unfortunately there's been attrition over the years and that's for a lot of different reasons. And yet there's parents and grandparents who feel a real need to have their children in Catholic schools. What are some of those reasons when you've talked to parents of why they choose Catholic schools? Oh, absolutely. And quite frankly, as we shifted to this tuition-based model Mm -hmm. of Catholic education, that put more of a direct burden on families. Mm -hmm. I remember growing up, my four siblings all went to Catholic school. My parents recall, I think maybe they paid around $100 Mm -hmm you know, for the the year, you know, at the time. And so it was a very sort of different way of approaching Catholic education. Now it's more financially based. As I've mentioned, the EdChoice scholarship that exists within Ohio, being able to provide that direct assistance to not only um, families who came from maybe poor performing school districts or they were themselves financially disadvantaged. Now every family within the state of Ohio through the Ed Choice Scholarship is able to receive that assistance. So we're really hoping that more folks become aware of that and are able to take advantage of the fact that not only are their students being educated academically and being challenged to grow in that way, but it's holistic. It's acknowledging the divine presence in all things and that we are constantly surrounded by God in the world. That's, again, one of the beauties of our Catholic faith, is that we acknowledge that this is God's creation. 
We're constantly encountering God. We're a sacramental people, which doesn't just occur during seven moments inside a church. That sacramental grace is carried with us Mm -hmm. out into the world. And so we try to embrace that in a Catholic school, helping students to find not just God during the religion class, Mm. you know, from 9 o'clock to 10.15, that's when you find God. No, we weave it into everything. It's in the sports it's in the cafeteria. It's on the playground. It's in math class. It's in history. Mm-hmm. So we really try to look for that integrated faith development as we work through all the academics. Dr. Jim King, Associate Superintendent of Catholic Schools, thanks for your insights, for sharing that with us, and also for the faith you impart to the whole institution of Catholic education. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be with you as always. For more information, you can go to catholicecho.org. The Catholic Echo Podcast is a production of the Roman Catholic Diocese of Youngstown in cooperation with Cumulus Media Youngstown. I'm your host, Father Jim Corda. Have a blessed day, and may God be with you.